0: Welcome to the Dr. Karen Health Show. I'm Dr. Karen and this is part two of Is There a Mind-Heart Connection? If you haven't checked out part one of my podcast, just go and listen to that. But just to review, we talked about some of the research that supports this mind-heart connection, and I spoke about negative psychological health and positive psychological health, and remembering that no emotion is good or bad or positive or negative. It's simply a way to categorize for us our understanding of the effects of some of these emotions, and in terms of negative psychological health, The emotions of anger and hostility, resentment, anxiety, stress, depression is very constricting. It makes sense. And we're talking about an organ, the heart, that is this amazing muscular organ that expands and contracts. So I want you just to think about the emotions, energy and emotion that expand and the energy of emotion, emotions that Contract and it makes sense that anger, hostility, resentment, stress are constricting. And the expansive emotions are positivity, happiness, gratitude, sense of purpose, optimism, hope, mindfulness. So these even feel expansive. So that's what we spoke about in part 1 and in this part we are getting down to what you might call the brass tacks of what can we do to support as much as possible positive psychological health. Now We are human beings and we have every range of emotions. So this does not mean that we're going to crowd out anger and hostility, resentment. These are going to come into our lives. But by identifying them, by giving them a word, a construct, an understanding and knowing how they feel in the body, we can do something about them. We can shift them. We can shift them. So the very first thing that I must speak about is know your early warning signs. We are talking about mental health here, and we have a mental health pandemic on our hands. We did before, and we do now more than ever. So I just want to speak about the importance of reaching out, of knowing that This is just like having a a physical condition that you might go and have checked out. If you think your blood pressure is high or your cholesterol is high or you have a, a stomach pain, you go and check it out. With mental health, please check it out and talk about it. So some of the early warning signs of mental health are not what you might think. There are physical warning signs like headaches and high blood pressure because these Constrictive emotions constrict our blood vessels, which increases our blood pressure. And fatigue, exhaustion, stomach problems that I just spoke about, triggered by stress, by anxiety, by resentment, by hostility. So there are physical warning signs. There are the emotional warning signs like being anxious or or angry or irritable or frustrated or short fuse, short attention span, and and then there are what I might call spiritual warning signs, this feeling of hopelessness and there's just no point and an, an emptiness and an alienation, feeling different. Nobody understands, and a just a general lack of meaning in our life. And these actually come to all of us from time to time. And the difference when you're resilient is to have some kind of belief bigger than yourself, whether it's nature, whether it's going for a walk and just being so in awe of the beauty of flowers or trees or the cry of a baby. There are many ways to find that meaning, but it's so important to to feel connected to something bigger than yourself. And then there are social warning signs, feeling withdrawn, maybe if you pay attention to friends and family and you're noticing them withdrawing, which of course is normal during this pandemic. We're all being asked to withdraw. We're all being asked to socially isolate. I cannot believe we use that term. Physical separation, physical distancing. It's not the same as social distancing, and thank goodness for Zoom and Facetime and ways that we can connect anyway. Um, feeling impulsive, feeling more critical, hostile, judgmental—again, uh, very normal feelings. But if they become your predominant way of being, these are definitely warning signs that that um, we need extra help and attention. And then, of course, what I call cognitive warning signs, where where we lack concentration, we can't kind of think the same way, a short attention span, can't reason the same way. So please identify your early warning signs and please, please get help, whatever that means to you. Reaching out to a friend, reaching out to a family member, uh, getting help if you're in a company, using your EAP, Employee Assistance Programme. And I know it takes courage to do that. And sometimes it takes energy because we don't feel like doing it. But you can see I am pleading to ask for help. It is actually courageous to ask for help. Don't think it's weak or that there's something wrong with you. It is courageous and important to ask for help. Okay, so... The other thing I want to talk about is is daily practices, not a to-do list, not another thing that we have to do, but a way to integrate into your life some practices to build resilience skills. And I'm going to start with my three M's. And my first M is mindfulness. And again, I'm going to reiterate the importance of not seeing this as another thing to do. Oh, she's asking me to do something else, but something to be integrated in a joyful way that adds to your life, adds meaning, purpose, joy, a sense of optimism, hope. And mindfulness is the number one because it is immediately available to us right here. And having a mindfulness practice. So all mindfulness means is being in the present moment. We have a very busy mind that tends to be always thinking ahead or thinking behind or worrying and having a to-do list and, oh my gosh, I've got to finish this because i got to do that and I've got to do that. Staying fully present in the moment. And there are many ways you can do that, simple ways. And I have to say that I... I heard Marianne Williamson say something really beautiful the other day. That She said, first thing in the morning, which we all have that moment in the morning when we open our eyes and something that can change our life, and let's do it right now, is while you're listening to this, <laughs> we're going to do a little multitasking, send out love. And if it helps you to just put your hand over your heart... And send out love, first of all, to those closest to you that are not with you right now because they're not physically with you in this moment. They're somewhere else in the busyness of their life. But just from your own heart, energetically, send out love and peace and safety to the people that are closest to you. Be there your, your, your children, your partner, your your parents, your puppy dogs, your animals, just send out love from your heart to them, wishing them a wonderful day, sending out love and hope and, and peace to them. Now, send out love, the same kind of love, to all the people that you're going to meet today. Wherever you are, wherever, you might be in the supermarket, And you're just going to send out ahead of time, just love and peace, understanding to those people you're going to meet today. And then today have the intention that when you are meeting people, just send out, it's just an invisible thread from your heart to them, sending out love and peace and understanding. Notice these are positive psychological health characteristics, and there's something that we can do. From our own heart center to them. And as we think about it and we send out energy, we're actually moving energy. And then the other practice I do, mindfulness practice in the morning, is when I wake up, I just think about all the things and people I am grateful for. My family, my pets, my partner, my warm bed, my home, the flowers, the trees... The airplanes to get people from point A to point B safely. There's so many things. And once I start, it's like, whoa, off I go. I can think of so many things. So I start my day in gratitude. Mindfulness. There's so many mindfulness practices. The other mindfulness jar that I really like the idea is just having a jar on your countertop and a little pad of paper next to your jar or a little sticky note. And every time you you think about something you're grateful for, just put it in the jar and Then you start to see this whole jar full of gratitude (laughs) and it creates this abundance mentality. So gratitude practices, if you have a little rock, you can use a gratitude rock if it helps you ground yourself in the present moment. Then my second M is meaningful connections. Not the Facebook friends that are adding up by the numbers, but meaningful connections with people that you feel very close to, that you are authentic and honest. These meaningful connections expand our blood, our blood vessels. They expand our gratitude and create an expansive nature of health. And movement is my third M. Be physically active. Being stagnant creates stagnation, kind of like dirty water in a drain. And it's hard to move emotions when we're not moving. And make the movement pleasurable, whatever that is to you. If it's walking, if it's dancing, if it's vacuuming to music, just move. (laughs) And my fourth M is music. So think about music. Music is energy. Music is movement. Music has many different vibrations. And you can shift your energy, you can shift your emotions by using different kinds of music. Uplifting music, positive music, affirmations like Janice Stanfield's music that says, I'm not lost, I'm exploring. (laughs) What would you do today if you were brave? Or Karen Drucker's beautiful, beautiful music versus some of the negativity. OMG, some of the words of the Music today is so negative so be aware not just the words but the tone and the vibration of music if it feels uplifting use it to shift your emotions. So those are 4M skills to build resilience, movement, mindfulness, meaningful connections, music, And I've just got started, folks, so I think I need a part three to talk about my S factors to build resilience because they're really going to uh, give you more and more skills. And I want to give you little baby skills to practice. I know these seem maybe simple, but I want it to be simple and powerful. And I'm here to tell you that it is about courage, to introduce these practices. To introduce a mindfulness practice, even if it's a mindfulness rock that you keep in your car, and every time you touch it, you remind yourself to send energy from your heart to wherever you're going to move into next, whoever you're going to meet next. So we're sending this intention of love, peace, hope, forgiveness, whatever words fit best for you, And we created intention of how we're going to be, how our emotional energy, our energy and motions. It is a, a choice of how we shift and move into the day. Again, that does not mean that we don't have all the range of emotions from anger and hostility and judgment and jealousy. These are part of human beings. And I want to give you the ability to shift those emotions, move them, think about them as movement. They don't have to get stuck. So those are my four M's, my beginning of my journey. It's going to be a three-part journey now, folks. (laughs) My third part podcast is going to be Dr. Karen's S-Factors to Build Resilience. So practice these. Practice these with joy. Movement, music, mindfulness, meaningful connections, sending from your heart to those you meet, that thread, that golden thread from your heart to the next person you meet of love, forgiveness, peace, and notice how things shift. I hope this has helped. You know my message is always to love those you're with to love yourself, practice self-care. And until next time, this is Dr. Karen with the Dr. Karen Health Show. Bye for now.